The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. All right, it's working. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the pre-show. You may notice that Tepper's not here. You're welcome, first <laughs> first and foremost. Uh, he gone. We finally had enough of him. Threw him out. He'll never be back again. Uh, and now we're auditioning hosts. <laughs> so this is this is Terry, Terry Adams. Say hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're already making a huge improvement by having you in for Tepper. Oh, it's uh, definitely true. I'm going to warn you in advance not to try and match his energy because uh, it will give you a heart attack. <laughs> uh, no one needs that. People, people, people don't understand that about being on camera and TV in general. Right. Like Tepper will – people people always say, hey, would you want to do the Fox show instead of Tepper? Right. And I'm like, no, and you're, you're the same way. Right, yeah, no. And, no it's, and here's exactly why, because if you turned on the Fox show mm-hmm. and I was there, I'd be talking like this and – Right. You say, Max, you sound fine. This isn't a big deal. This right. works for me here. Yeah. This works in this setting. When you're in a, on a TV set, you got to be you gotta you gotta turn it up. You yeah. Turn it up a notch. Yeah. Like it's you got to take it to 11. And that works for Greg because like if you know Greg outside of the show, Greg, that's him. Yeah. Like Greg it, is anytime, that type of person. If, if Greg's going to tell a joke yeah. or turn something, he's he can turn it on, man. Yeah. He's like, "All right, here I go. Here's my energy." Yeah. Not, not us. Not us. <laughs> Yeah, right. right. He's going to be a fantastic yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is why no, Terry's I'm, here and not yeah. Greg, <laughs> yeah. in case you haven't been paying yeah. attention. So so first uh, lesson for Terry, pull the microphone closer to you. Okay. Oh, broadcasting stuff on the fly. Yeah. Even closer. Yeah. See how, it's like, see how close it is to ish? Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Now, we want people to be able to hear it. I mean, it's important. That's part of hosting it. Mm-hmm. They do need to be able to hear I you. Know. I know. Uh, yeah. I'm learning so much. I know. Ooh, I can On the even fly. hear myself better now. Yeah, there see? <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, shout out to everyone already in the house. It's the it's all the regulars. We mm-hmm. got Samuel DeLeon in the house, Matt McSpadden, Rob Hadaway from South Lake, Ruben Rios is here, Daniel Agnew's here. Man, all the all-stars. Eddie Jackson, Paul Roberts, who says morning. New deal is the real day. Boy, they look like it. Oof, that is very true. Uh, they look good. Uh, Brent Holman's here. Uh, Brent says, now we have a show. Finally, Terry is in the house. I agree. <laughs> I agree. This show <laughs> has been uh, desperately sat- saturated with dumb men for a <laughs> long time. So getting a smart woman in here is a great start. And tomorrow, another one, Aaron Hardigan. Yeah. I tried to schedule just have an all-female week. It would have been the best show. We would have won so many awards. Mm-hmm. And no one's available for the other three days. Oh, yeah. well. So it's going to happen. We knocked it out of the park the first two days. Yeah, so right. Yeah, there you go. Um, how was your weekend? Both of you. Oh, uh, there you go first. Okay. okay, I moved. That's right. We've been talking about this. You had to move. So your weekend was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'm already forgetting in that way, like, um, after you have a baby, you forget um, right. how horrible it was, and you might actually do it again um, yeah. at some point, but n- yeah. not anytime soon. And um, so, yeah, uh, lots of life changes. Yeah. And um, so I'm so happy to be here. Um, and it's that simple. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was a horrible weekend. I'm happy <laughs> <laughs> this is infinitely better than moving, is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Ish. Ours was uh, a lot of traveling. 
You were, yeah. It, well, was, it, was, it wasn't too bad. It, was, it, wasn't yeah. bad. it wasn't bad. It was fun. But you're, but lot, I was about to say, around. you are planning on doing even more this weekend. Right. Yeah. Because I'm going to be out tomorrow. Yeah. I'm heading home. Yeah. Uh, I have a concert in San Antonio uh, oh. that I'm going to do Tuesday night. Oh. I'm very excited for. Oh, that's that's already here. Yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. Wow. Yeah. 30th okay. anniversary. Wow. Um, for those of you who don't know, and none of you do because I don't talk about it, I'm a huge Smashing Pumpkins fan. Yeah. And so um, they came to Dallas earlier in the year, went to see them. Uh, they announced their 30th anniversary tour. They're in San Antonio. So I will be out. That's why I will be out yes, uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and uh, then the later this week, I'm planning on going to the Alamo Dome for the Saturday slate yeah. of football games there because that's going to be a blast. Right. So, yeah, traveling this weekend, traveling last weekend, and then more traveling this weekend. There is a, an intense debate here in the office. Uh, we are probably at 60% going to Sweetwater on Thursday mm-hmm. for uh, Shallow Water and Brock. Yep. Because why wouldn't you go to the Mustang Bowl if you had the chance? Right. Now, my question for you is, are you actually going to ride shotgun for that and still go to San Antonio? I'm not going to put you through that. I was not. I was expecting you to say no because, holy crap, the amount of time you would spend in a car this week. (laughs) Right. Uh, I mean, I... You're, the jury's out. You don't have to make a decision yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. We'll just say I the really jury's do want out. Because I mean, I do want to see the Mustang Bowl. Like, yeah, I have not seen it. And, um, good, and good barbecue, man. And good barbecue. Yeah. So I don't you know. know. I've actually considered getting my pilot's license. Oh. Wow. Okay. So you can just I fly can, us. Right. Okay. I mean, if it wasn't solved. <laughs> such a um, you know high risk of death. Right. <laughs> right. I probably would have already done it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to do it now because then I could absolutely do everything that I, I need know. to do this week. So yeah. Okay. I know. Cool. That's settled. There you go. <laughs> I guess we can start the show. All right. Hi. Howdy. Hello. How are you? Ooh, everyone's here. Hey, what's going on? Uh, live. I did. I did the read. I've got it. Oh, you got the I've got read. The, I did like. I had to go back and watch the show. Uh-huh. And like, write down what he says. <laughs> so, without further ado, here's me reading from a page like a real host. <laughs> live from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, America's favorite inter- mediocre internet show. I am your reluctant host, Max Thompson. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sitting here where I always sit, but where Greg Tepper usually sits is today's guest host, the loyal viewer of this show with enough courage and foolishness to volunteer to host it, Miss Terry Adams. Terry, are you freaking out yet? I'm completely freaking out. All right. Fair enough. I I don't blame you. It'll be all right. We're going to get you through it. The man getting her through it, sitting next to her, our West African prince. Ishmael Johnson. Ish, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. Great. See, this is we're off to a flying start. <laughs> Obviously, the reason Tepper is gone, his wife is having a baby. And I know you're all eager for an update. There is no update. <laughs> as recently as this morning, Tepper has been texting other DCTF people about work-related right. matters, which right. unbelievable. No, it's not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> Well, no. I have a feeling that's going to come to an abrupt end. Well, see, but that's the <laughs> thing. Hopefully, well, you, would it, think. you would think so. But like, <laughs> he's a workaholic. Number one, and number two, y- you never know how this is going to go. Some yeah. women like th- it starts and it's over in two hours, and some it's like twenty-seven hours later. You know, like 
you you do not know how it's going to go, and but it is all encompassing when it's happening. He seems to think that there'll just be a lot of him sitting around in a room by himself somewhere. Right. Oh God, but he just doesn't know yet. He's in for uh, yeah. He's in for an interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why we ha- that's why I have Terry here. She's an expert uh, because she's actually been through it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. In fact, after this, I'm going to go to the hospital. Yeah. And uh, help him with that. Oh yeah, you're just gonna head over. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'll see if I can uh, if I can get his room number. Hold on. Uh, Today is episode six seventy two. Six seventy two. The number of at bats in World Series champion Rafael Devers' young career thus far. That's right. I hijacked it with a Red Sox stat. (laughs) Eat it. On today's show, Tepper is not here, but we can do whatever we want. That's what it means. Mm -hmm. We can do whatever we want. So we're not actually gonna talk about football. We're gonna talk about baking for the next hour. I have lots of ideas for my Christmas cookie list this year. Perfect. Um, And uh, I'm interested to see what other people like for Christmas. No, I'm kidding. We do actually have a plan. We're gonna talk about everything that happened over the weekend, mostly in the high school ranks, but a little in the college, and look forward ever so slightly to the games this weekend. We're gonna talk about the teams that impressed us, teams with something to prove, Teams that broke our hearts. I'm sorry. We have to talk about Hutto. We all have to talk about Hutto. We're going to announce the nominees for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award, the Army Value School of the Week, and the bowl draws for each of the Texas FBS teams. But first, let's play a game called Know Your Host. <laughs> Terry Adams, you are in the chair. Uh, you are one of the longest standing uh fans of texas football today you are a dctf live stan like that's how far you go back uh and we were talking about this before the show you don't actually remember how you first watched the show it's been that long huh it must have been right after you started um doing the show and i have a feeling i saw a youtube clip right realized that you know something was happening um (laughs) something terrible (laughs) on the internet somewhere (laughs) No, some people were speaking my language because I had okay. been feeling pretty isolated um, in Austin. There are a lot of football fans, but there are also a lot of people who do not care about football. That's true. Um, as far as, like, Texas cities go, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, there's a lot of competition lot, for yeah. things to do on a Friday night yeah. in Austin. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I was, I was looking for a community and um, – immediately bought in and if you re- will recall i wrote you a review where i <laughs> called you matt <laughs> and i didn't even know that there was really a matt step at that time uh, um i was he wasn't with us yet yeah. when you uh when, <laughs> when you guys read it on air and i had messed up your name i felt so bad yeah, yeah. so um, it's all right but then you remembered me i did so i'm pretty good out. at that Oh, it's because uh, at that point we had nobody uh, who was like, I watched the show. Yeah. And we were like, really? <laughs> 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 you were like maybe the second or third person I'd ever run into in public who was like, I love the show. And I was like, that can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> no one listens to us. How did no, you? you guys, this is a golden age in Texas high school football because we have this show. That's well, ooh, ooh. I don't know about that. Well, uh, highest of praise. Yeah. I, I, um, I have to insist that this is the case because okay. um, you guys bring us together as a community. And um, you aren't regional. You talk about all the kids and all the classifications. We try. We try. Um, this is kind of a big deal. Okay. So. All right. Well, you heard it there from Terry Adams. This is kind of a big deal. Yeah. So that's our new slogan. Kind of a, a big deal. Kind <laughs> of a big deal, Terry Adams. Uh, well, let's let's before we get into everything that happened. I I am curious. Like you're a big football fan. Like the more we we get to know you, the mm-hmm. more we talk to you. You're definitely like tuned in 
why? Yeah, like okay. how? What is your so, football lineage here? So, um, I would say I'm I'm kind of like a sleeper cell. <laughs> <laughs> like I went for a long time without caring about football. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, I realized this is this is you know my my passion. This is like a a thing. It's like a birthright for me. Yeah. And um, so. I don't know. Like I, I watched the show Friday Night Lights, and I have to tell you that even though you're not a fan of the show, and that's I totally not true. Understand that's not true. I'm not not a fan. I've just not watched it. This okay. Is, so like I've only sort of watched it, and yeah. we've talked about this on the show. I think this off season we're all going to sit down and watch it together and do shows around it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't kind know if that's a good idea. And give it and give our personal experience as it's unfolding in front of us. I I grant you, I will be extremely cynical. I'm going to warn people in mm-hmm. advance because that those emotional cards don't work on me. I look at scripts and want to burn them <laughs> when I don't when I don't like them. But we're gonna do it yeah, because we're gonna give we it should. An shot. We okay. should. So continue. Right. Sorry, I did not mean to okay. interrupt it, but I wanted to set the record straight. <laughs> I do not have an opinion on Friday Night Lights as of yet. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. For me, when I was watching it, um, I had a moment where I, it was just like uh, an acceptance, you know? Of right. Like, oh, this is, we were cool. Like, we, we were awesome growing up. Like, we had the best, you know, upbringing that we could have had. And um, really, it's like an homage, you know, yeah. to Texas high school football. And even though it's just a, you know, a TV show. Um, it really changed the way that I felt. Um, and then I started to be curious about like the real stories and I would just go to any game. Right. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know who was good, yeah. who was bad. <laughs> I would just show up at like house park and be like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. That's and a bad place to show up for a lot of games. I know but it was right <laughs> down the street. Yeah. So. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I started to get a clue and, um, I started to talk to people and I found out that like, it is a great way to relate to people because a lot of people like Texas high school, Texas high school football. And, um, now like I'm just obsessed and I just want to know where you're from and like, I want to know, I mean, and, and it's interesting because, um, even in my own family, I found out that I have this like, you know, legacy in my own family. Right. Um, my grandfather played for A&M. Yeah, I've got a picture um, here that you gave me. Yes. His name uh, is Rip Adams, and yeah. um, he would have graduated in 45, but they didn't have a graduation that year because yeah. they all went overseas to the war. Right. Um, but so he played for a couple of years. He he lived in Pearsaw, so uh, the picture that you have yeah. is when he lived in Pearsaw. And, I mean, Texas high school football had just become popular. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, I guess in, like, the 30s and 40s, everyone started to get teams. But before that, there were just a few towns that had teams. So right. um, he was in the vanguard. Of and this uh, is your great-grandpa. And no, it's my grandfather. Oh, and the other picture. Yeah. Um, the one I'm showing now That's my great-uncle and great-aunt yeah. um, in, in Rhode Island. Um, listening to the football yes. game on the radio. Yes. My That's amazing. My great aunt Gert and my great uncle Buddy. Okay. Yeah. And so, and my grandmother was also a big uh, A&M football fan. And um, so, yeah, um, it was before Bear Bryant, but there was no one before him right. went to A&M. So I'm assuming he was good. He played fullback. Um, and my dad <laughs> also played. He played for Wall. Oh, um, hawk. He played for some other nice. teams, too, like oh, in the okay. Houston. But they um, they moved to San Angelo. That's where my okay. parents met. Right. And um, But he wanted to play at a smaller school, so he played at Wall. 
And he actually told me this really interesting story that during halftime, yeah. um, they would have like these uh, German ladies in like traditional costumes come out at halftime and play and dance to a record. Sure. That was their halftime show. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, no yeah. offense to the current bands out there, I, I, high school bands, but I would take that. I yeah. would, I would take that over. I know. I was a band kid. I was the drum major at Hutto. Yeah. I went to Hutto High School, and it was in 95. It was tiny. We yeah. were like 2A. Um, and it was lean years for high school football. So yeah. I had some friends. Um, my main friend, Sam West, um, went to Thorndale, and they were really good. They would dominate us every year <laughs> in football. And they went all the way to state oh, wow. and won it our senior year. Um I was at that game and it was my first taste of like a successful like Ooh, football program. Okay. And I'll never forget that. So those are some of my teams. I also pay attention to Lake Travis because now I know someone who plays yeah. for Lake Travis. So that's pretty exciting. Oh baby. And we'll see you. We see you everywhere. We saw you at state seven on seven. Mm -hmm. You're all over the place. You're like a super fan. I have gone to the state games for three years and I have to recommend it. It it's is. If you can put up so with the heat. Good. Yeah. If you can put up with the heat, it's worth no, it. No, no, the state games. Oh, just oh, the state, state championships. championships. Not, yeah, not yeah. okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally worth it. Come on. This is like the number one selling point. It's like the easiest decision you'll ever make. Go sit in whatever seat you want at AT&T and watch <laughs> an endless amount of passion and pride and great football. Absolutely. Right? All right. See, now we've gotten to know Terry. She's cooler than all of you <laughs> and us. And uh, we should probably talk about actual football now. Let's get to it. Let's talk about the regional semifinals, guys. Um, ish, first result that jumped out to you this weekend that was like, holy crap, what happened? I, you got to look at Hamlin-Wellington, right? Right. Down in 2A. I, that's like one of the games of the weekend. Like We thought we thought uh, Wellington and Mart were on an absolute collision course. Yeah. We were like, oh, that's, can't wait for this yeah. one. It's going to be a great state title game. Wellington's physical, Mart's physical. These are two yep. athletic teams. And then Hamlin just... Like not Pete Wellington. <laughs> it, it was very. I was talking with Matt Step about this, and I'll probably talk about it on with Tep and Step uh, mm -hmm. with him today too. But it's like it's very shades of like when Arp beat Newton two years ago, right? Where it was like, like oh, oh, just okay. edges them, and now you're like, are you for real, right. or did you just did you just pull the upset uh, of the season for yourselves, and right. like can you keep it going? Yeah. Um, and now I mean, like it's kind of setting up to be Hamlin, yeah. Mart in the state title. And yeah. It's. it's, it's it, that one stunned no, me. I can tell you this with 100% confidence. No one picked that in the regional pools right. for the Pick'em contest. Right. Now, granted, they still got to beat Albany. Yep. Right? Um, and Albany, very quietly, has been good. really good down the stretch. Uh, good. No big surprise there. Denny Faith is an unbelievable coach. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's start with some topics. So we'll just kind of run through these because I know we're going to get to the biggest result for Terry, and it's a sad one. Yeah. And it's mine, too. Okay. <laughs> Team that most impressed you this weekend, Terry? I would say San Saba. Yeah, it's a good pick. It's good a good pick. pick. We were there. We were on hand for the uh, San Saba Celeste uh, contest. It was really good. We'll have an interv interview with Coach Jared Fikach here in a little bit uh, that Matt Stepp did. Uh, we'll also have an interview with Coach Don Hyde uh, of Waco La Vega after their big win. But, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about Salinas, the running back here, in a little bit in mm -hmm. the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Awards. We were talking about this before the show, Terry and I, when you weren't in here-ish, but mm – -hmm. uh, not the most amazing athlete you've ever seen right. at a small school, but might be the smartest running back at any level right. like I've like ever seen. He has a, a yeah. kind of a, a Le'Veon Bell style where he like kind of hides in the backfield and then he finds a hole yeah. and just goes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, cool. He, he, not everybody can have that little like hesitation to find the right, right. hole, right. pick it, and then absolutely explode through. Yeah. Um, no, that, that game was so much fun. It had a weather delay. It had uh, – 
Sansaba getting punched in the mouth for the first time this year. Yeah. Things went wrong for Sansaba. Celeste probably, you look at that game, you're like, Celeste probably, like, you can make an argument, should have won, and Sansaba right. came back and yeah. showed their, showed why that they deserve to be in that conversation for as a state title contender. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, we don't have anyone to do the Armadillos thing for, for te- Tepper. You're not doing it? No. Yeah, you can't get that <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not Tepper. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like Armadillos. Imagine is, your head. Is, yeah, Everybody's yeah, yeah everyone can hear him saying yeah, it, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sansaba's a good pick. Uh, Ishmael, who's your team? Biggest surprise. No, no, no. Oh, team that most impressed you. Most impressed me. Mm. Longview's offense. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> cool. I've seen Vandegrift uh, this season yeah. twice yeah. Uh, in the by district and then yeah. when they uh, beat Cedar Ridge. Yep. And that is a great defense. Not a good defense, a great defense. Yep. And Longview had no trouble. 56 points on that great defense. Right. Like, there was no, no big deal. The crazy thing was. Now I know Vandergriff was out there was out was without their star linebacker Spencer Jones, um, and I know that uh, they had a good offense Vandergriff, yeah. but yeah. I didn't expect I thought that game needed to be in the twenties or at most the thirties for right. them to win, and right. they were keeping up with the offense. Yeah. Like Vandergriff's offense was keeping up with yeah. Longview, they for just a while. couldn't get any stops. Yeah, and, and eventually it just kind of broke through, and Longview <laughs> took over. But Longview's offense, Haynes King, I am. Absolutely. I mean, obviously they're a state title favorite, but right. I'm absolutely 100% on board now because yeah. <laughs> they beat a very good Vanderbilt. Yeah, defense. they've they've passed every test. Uh, it's been really, really impressive. Yeah. So the next category I wanted to go into was team with something to prove. And the reason I put this in there and the way I want you to think about it is based on their performance last week, mm-hmm. who needs to show you something this week? I'm going daily on. Okay. I'm gonna go you're, Daly on. you're like very, very into the Daily on story right now. I am because yeah. again, it's partially partial bias because I did the two A preview and I talked to Coach Yeager, and yeah. he really sold me on what this team has. And during the regular season, you know, it was like uh, I don't yeah. know. I think they beat one team with, I think they beat two playoff teams. The every, yeah. every every other team didn't make the playoffs or they lost to. Yeah, and including the team that they're gonna play this weekend, San Saba, who they yeah. got their butts kicked by. Yeah. I think this is a good redemption cho- redemption story opportunity, I yeah. should say, for De Leon because San Saba looks every bit as good as we thought. Yeah. De Leon's looking a lot better than we thought. Uh, senior team, yep. uh, a team that made a deep run last year that I think might have gone into the season with a little bit of, oh, let's get to the playoffs. You right, know, uh, yeah. Kind yeah. Of, uh, there was some hype. There was some hype, yeah. and you know, the regular season didn't go the way they wanted. Right. I think they have a chance this weekend. I think they have something to prove to not to show that – they're not the team that got beat down by Sensaba. Right. Like they might not beat Sensaba. Sensaba's really good. Yeah. But they, I think they look like uh, they need to look like a team that should be on the same field, which they did not look like in the first game. Terry, team okay. with something to prove. All right. I just wanted to say, mm-hmm. Sensaba beat them like huge. Yeah. It was. It was. It's okay. like I said. This is the. This is why Daily okay, has yeah. something to prove that okay, they right. that they're better than that team that lost. Yeah. Okay. Earlier so in the season. I'm just gonna have to go with Lake Travis because they enough. are gonna be yeah. facing. Um, you know, a very good Converse Judson team, yep. but I feel like they are actually peaking at the right moment. Yeah, so. fair enough. That's and a good, good I pick. I feel like they're looking more and more like a vintage like Travis team. And you're going to be at this one. And I will be there. Ooh. Yes, because jealous. as I told you, like I Travis know a player. Uh, yeah. you, you, can what I else give him a shout do? out or shouldn't do you that? You can do whatever you want. <laughs> okay. All right. Shout out to Lake McCree. Oh man. He's so, his dad, Clint. he's so embarrassed right My now. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. They're so embarrassed right now. No, he was actually <laughs> impressed. Um, Lake was, and yeah. like that is all. That is all for me. That okay. Is, 
the reason I live. Okay. Yeah. Is to I, impress these teenage football players. I was about like, to say, yeah. You know? Okay. I mean, what they do is so amazing. And, like, getting to witness it is, like, is the best. Well, there you go. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I saved <coughs> my first one and my second one because they're the sa- they're part of the same game. Okay. Team that most impressed me. I, we need to issue a mea culpa to Bill Elliott at Salina. <laughs> Because holy you know crap. What? You know what? <laughs> if, for those who didn't follow, Argyle absolutely annihilated Salina yeah. at the end of the regular season. It was 42 nothing in the first quarter. They didn't belong on the same field. Right. Last week before the rematch, Bill Elliott, head coach of Salina, says, Argyle hasn't gotten any better. We've mm-hmm. gotten a lot better. It's the Salina time. We do great in the playoffs. And we all laughed. Yeah. We laughed. We were like, oh, this, they're going to – we what, laughed. Lose by thirty this time, haha! You know it was yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> we, we and then and then we laughed, and then we saw Billy El- Bill Elliott and his staff scouting at the Paris La Vega game yeah. th- that night, yeah. and we were we like, liked. "There he is!" And like, why isn't he like embarrassed to be seen in public after saying that? Right. The next night, <laughs> we look up. <laughs> they almost beat Argyle. <laughs> they were fourteen three oh. at one point. They were up four. I think they were up even more. That they they. Uh, they lose, end up losing in the final seconds. Yeah. 26-22 to Argyle. Credit to Argyle for coming back. Right. But, like. They, he called a shot. <laughs> so, team that most impressed me is Salina. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Mea culpa. Mm-hmm. We were idiots. Yeah. That was Bill Elliott. Give him a five-year extension. Right. That was amazing. Team with something to prove. Argyle. Yeah. What the hell were you doing? <laughs> you squashed like, this team. Yeah. And then, like, granted, part of it yeah. might have been. Because like, we, thought, we thought when he said that. He woke up Argyle because like, yeah. there was a chance that right. Argyle was looking in this. I was like, oh, we beat these guys earlier in the season. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And then he says that, and we thought, oh, Argyle's mad now. Yeah. But then they come out, and it's like, were, were they still kind of lackadaisical? Yeah. Like, I, don't, yeah. I have no idea. Brady Keene of the Denton Rare Chronicle, uh, he's, he's in our comments right now. He's 14-3 at the half. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, like. Uh, How? <laughs> and no. then, like, even when it's 14-3 at the half, you're going – well, Argyle, it'll still end up being like 36-14. Right. You know what I mean? No. no. They were there. It was close. Salina. Uh, Big credit I, to them. So I, there's nothing I can say other than, like, we were wrong. Good job, Salina. Yeah. I will not do that ever again. I will not question you when you say you've got something mm-hmm. uh, because what do I know? And Bill Elliott's forgotten more about football than I ever know. Mea culpa, mea culpa, mea culpa. Yep. I'll do, even say it for Tepper. Because yeah. since he's not here, but like he's part of it, I, I'll apologize for people I don't know saying yeah. it because that we is were in amazing. the sl- we were in the Slack chat saying, "Are they going to do this?" And are we? Because Tepper yeah. called. I think he said he was going <laughs> he was going to try to get him on the show. Yeah. If they pulled that yeah. off, and we were saying like, yeah. if he pulls this off, yeah, he was promising he'd get him on the show when he wasn't going to be here, which right. is very Tepper of him. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Finally, the thing we all don't want to talk about. I'm sorry, guys. The team that broke your heart. Oh no. Who wants to go first? Me, obviously, had a... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because I went to school there, and we're finally doing good. And uh, This was I the year. Yeah, last year with Chase Griffin. Um, but I just wish them all well, and, you know, that was a heartbreaker. They had those two turnovers back-to-back, and you just, you know, can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's mine's the same. Yeah. <laughs> mine's right. definitely the same. I was yeah. on, I was on the hippo bandwagon. I had them winning state. Uh last weekend's Angleton was a bit nerve nerving for me. I was like, oh, they struggled really with Angleton. We were we were worried the minute we saw that, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Angleton is a good they're always a good team, yep. and so I expected them to get a challenge, but yep. I think the way they looked, the offense this week and last week did not look quite the same. Yep. Uh Richmond Foster played great defense for I believe 
Hutto scored 14 in the first half mm. and then didn't – or the first two possessions and then didn't score, I don't think, in that half. Yeah. Uh, they have the two turnovers, like you mentioned. And they – all season long, Hutto's been that team that you can't – if they want to get five yards, they're going to get five yards. If they want to get 20 yards, they're going to get 20. And they hit those big plays against mm-hmm. Foster, but it was those five to six-yard, seven-yard plays that they weren't getting. It was like – it was all or nothing. Yeah. And um, – no, it was a fun team. That Hutto team was a lot of fun. That offense is great. Chase, you know, he's going to do great things at UCLA. Uh, Chooks, wherever he goes, I think he's like, committed right to Tech right now. Yeah, That guy has so much heart and so much talent that <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter what he does. He's right. going to be great. That that team, that team, I'm going to miss that team. But credit to Richmond Foster. They came out with a game plan. Yep. They executed it. They yep. turned the ball over, and they yep. scored. Yep. Uh, I have to do a mini shout-out for a team that broke our hearts as well. Brownsville-Hannah. <sighs> this was tough. They had it in the bag. Yeah. They, they had the lead for most of the game and then lost 33-32 to Brandeis. Uh, Coach Branscombe will be on the show tomorrow with a taped interview that uh, he and Stepped after the show. But, uh, I mean, credit to Brandeis. They came back to care of business. Oh, sure. But we are unapologetically at this point in the playoffs rooting for RGV and El Paso teams if they are still in the mix. Mm-hmm. We got one left. We'll talk about them in a second. Uh, but we could have had two. We could have had two RGV teams in a state quarterfinal. Yeah. A regional, a regional final. Those post-game, like, interviews, those post-game interviews were tough. Yeah, they don't watch. Tough. If you don't want to watch the saddest thing ever, don't watch the interviews with the uh, Hannah players after that game because yeah, that was tough to watch. It's tough. But they, huge, they realized they had that game. Yeah, huge credit to them for getting that far uh, and to be that close at the end. Absolutely. Uh, but that's another team. That was sad. Mm-hmm. I'm very sad for that. Uh, let's see here. A couple, couple other notes from the weekend. A um, couple of the big surprises. Tidehaven 14, Vandelec 0. Yeah. I mean, Tidehaven, they've been great. Mm-hmm. Like, Coach Lucio, they, they've done a great job the last few years. Uh, it's more just that Vandelec seemed like they had something mm-hmm. and then got shut out. Yeah. <laughs> like, huge, yep. huge credit to Tidehaven. Like, I know they got crazy rabid fans. We love having them uh, in the comments when they're here. That's a huge win for Tidehaven. Oh, for sure. Because um, they weren't expected to be quite as good as last year. I think and we all had Van Vleck in the regional I think we, finals. we all had Van Vleck in yeah. the finals, I think. So that's a huge win for Tidehaven. This one is – it's – we've been talking about this a lot. Refurio 56, Shiner 41. This game was not close. Like, it was kind of close in that mm-hmm. it went back and forth after Refurio got a lead and then just kept piling on. Right. Austin Ochoa – Unbelievable. We'll get to him in a second. Mm-hmm. Ever since they put him at quarterback, they've, they've been, been murdering they've people. Been and I am extremely concerned to. at this point that they are going to murder everyone in route to a state title. And all of our picks are going to look silly because we're all basing it on the team we saw against Mart with it with a different offense what and if, different guy at quarterback. What if this was just one big game of chess from Jason Harry? That'd be the jerk, <laughs> the jerkiest game of possum <laughs> I have ever seen. He runs this flex mode option offense the entire non-district <sighs> schedule. And then they get blown out by Martin. And then he just switches, and they're fine. <laughs> like <Yeah>. I have, <laughs> what if this was the biggest game of chess? I would not put it past <sighs> him to pull something like that because they're a completely different team. Yeah, they were I, struggling. They had like so many. I forgot step set against. Uh, I think it was the game before Mart. They had like four fumbles. They couldn't hand the ball off yeah. right. It was stuff was happening, and now they're fine. And now they're just back to being. <laughs> they're just like good Refugio again. A murder machine, and now they're taking on another Terry Adams favorite, Mason. Mm-hmm. This weekend, and I am extremely nervous for Coach Burns and his squad because I really thought it would be them or Shiner that win the region, and now I think like this may be the same old Refugio. Yeah, Mason is a team that I always pay attention to, and I've seen them get beat by Refugio. 
every year. <sighs> and so I I don't know. Like I don't know. and yeah. how did they end up on the opposite side of the bracket from San Saba? They those towns are like I know, not that far, yeah. right? Yeah, isn't that like they're the, the really clock it's like the uh it's like the eight and the uh, ten on a clock. Right. Like they're that close, <laughs> but because you go around clockwise, that's how you end up that way. Right. It's yeah. somehow they're in the same basketball district, but yeah. not football. Yeah. So well, they're like rivals Because they gotta travel they so much more other. for basketball, I guess, probably. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Another DCF darling went down. Our funky president is no longer in the playoffs. Oh, DeMarco Foster. Foster. I miss you, buddy. Yep. Under the radar results, Fort Bend Marshall annihilated Port Nature's Groves. 53-14. Yeah. Annihilated. You and I were watching this in the press box at Mineral Wells, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Because we were in the rain delay. Mm -hmm. We had an hour and a half delay in Mineral we Wells. Katie North Shore we had Katie North Shore. And and that was going great. And then I pulled up Fort Bend Marshall, and it was like 18 nothing in like five seconds. Yeah. I mean, like Malik Hornsby is good. Yeah, Foreman Marshall. We were we we liked Fort Ben Marshall before, before he, Malik Hornsby. Well, yeah, before he started playing. My and lord! He's, and he's like, oh, here's just this top caliber, top uh, caliber talent. At I now. I was at. Uh, we were both at uh, Marshall and Huntsville on Saturday night. Uh, Huntsville, incredible win. Yeah. Uh, one of the best games of the weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of craziness in that game. And I I have, I mean I. My best wishes to Huntsville. Good luck, yeah. because that's <laughs> that's gonna be that's a nightmare murder machine offense. Yeah. Um, another under the radar radar result: Grandview twenty four, Franklin twenty one. Grandview gonna like gonna do the thing. You think so? This is like the yeah. second number one. This is, I feel terrible for Franklin. This is like the second year in a row where a lot of people picking them to get out of that region, right? And they lose in the third round. Yeah. That was their last <laughs> year for the Teague game? Uh, it's, Franklin's a great team, and they, <laughs> like, they just got edged out by another good team here. Uh, and now Grandview, like, why wouldn't they? Yeah, why wouldn't they be the true. team in that region now? That's like, true. why wouldn't they be that team from that side of the bracket to be in the state title game? So go zebras. Mm -hmm. I'm here for zebras at state. <laughs> don't get. We need it. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, it is, off for, I'm off for crazy mascot. There's a lot state. of, and I want to get to like the games of the weekend. So yeah. the one I want to mention before I get to like the close games was John Tyler 31, Lone Star 13. Lone Star beat Lufkin, like yeah. murdered Lufkin, and then John Tyler murdered Lone Star. What is going on? <laughs> like, if John Tyler and Lufkin played right now, yeah, that game's close. Right. Like, I don't even – I'm so confused about that game. It's going to be a fun year. John, <laughs> it's going to be a fun close. I'm fine. Season. I'm fine with it. That John Tyler's a fan base I can get behind. Yeah. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Sure. Uh, but good Lord. Yeah. I I don't know. Anyway, games of the weekend. North K – Oh, North one more. Oh, okay. okay, okay Tasco okay. over Lake Ridge. Yes. Emerald yeah. Tasco, Tasco. So yep. we, we've got a big schools panhandle team. They're still rolling. I know still Levi Nebush is uh, exciting. He's he's in the he's in the comments. Uh, Tasco's was rolling. Mm -hmm. Games of the weekend. North Shore forty nine, Katie eight thirty eight. I mean, it's the biggest game of the weekend. And North Shore was awesome. Yeah. Like Katie's good. That was a great game for three quarters. Right. And then it wasn't. Yep. It was over. It was. There was a lot. Like and yeah. that. Like that was just like North Shore was like no, we're better. <laughs> like this this is you have to go home now. That's. <laughs> Uh, that was amazing. Carthage fifty, Midlothian Heritage forty nine. I I had drinks with Gabe Brooks, mm -hmm. a world famous Carthage fan, right. on <laughs> Saturday night after our game, uh, and Mountain. I and I said, Hey Gabe, you want to talk about that touchdown that wasn't a touchdown? And he goes, Do you want to talk about the scoop and score that wasn't a scoop and score? Yeah, Gabe, we got? Gabe, well, Gabe has Gabe's coming has for like you. <laughs> Gabe's like, coming. Don't you dare say this. He's not interested in you slamming his team. Uh, we already talked about the the Hamlin win. Mm -hmm. Already talked about Huntsville. And it, uh, this is kind of a DCTF darling going down, but it was also a really good game. Yoakum thirty eight, Goliad thirty five. Yeah, yeah, that one was one. That was one that kind of caught the eyebrows. Like, Too like, many oh. mistakes. Yeah. Too many mistakes by Goliad, but Yoakum, Bo Robinson, his squad, they're good. 
this is what they do. Right. Uh, they steamroll. <laughs> yeah. A couple other small notes. Uh, wanted to mention it because uh, I said we would. Landry Gilpin. Yeah. The Mission the Veterans Memorial is in a regional final, y'all. A Valley team, big school Valley team, is in a regional final. Landry Gilpin, quarterback for Mission Veterans Memorial. Read the o- stat line, please. Over 700 total yards and seven touchdowns by himself in a 62-55 win over Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. Uh, and that's a good team. Like yeah. vets, like Corpus Christi Vets is known for playing really good defense. Terry, I'm going to say, if you have a chance, they play they're gonna, their games before Lake Travis and Judson. I'm going to be at that first game to see Mission Vets against Wagner. You should, okay. too. Try okay. try to make it out. It's gonna be ten. Okay. It's gonna be ten a.m. So it's a little early. A little, a little early. Weird. A little early. But, but if he pulls that off, if Wagner's a huge favorite, yeah, and the, a performance he's gonna need to pull out will probably be something of like yeah. other worlds. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm really excited to see yep. what he does. So I hope he can. St- I hope he can make it out for that game. And then that sounds like something worth showing up for. Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. And it's a valley crowd. A valley crowd in a, in a regional final. It's gonna be a party. You and I only have to go to San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There you go. <laughs> right. Win-win. A uh, couple other short notes. This one's not so much fun. Westlake won 28 nothing against Vela, but it sounds like Taylor Anderson might be done for the year. Yeah, that's that going to be that's gonna be brutal. Bad. Bad, yeah. bad news for the Chaps. Now that puts them on upset alert against Brandeis. Yeah. Um, yep. And then probably puts them on up uh, if they win that, and they still got the winner of Westbrook, Cy Creek. Yeah. Westbrook, good. by the way, looking good right now. Oh, yeah. Both those teams are playing some offense. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it it makes that that right side of the region, uh, yep, very kind of up for yep. grabs right now. Yes, uh, Aaron Flint says he's going to be at the game. Oh, there uh, you go. He wants to know if he wants if you can hang out with him. I'll see. I'll think about it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Aaron should get penalized. We I put out the call for the uh, Player of the Week nominations this week, uh-huh. and he's like the whole Judson secondary. Uh. Aaron. Yeah, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> you know how this works. That's You're fine. killing me here. <laughs> One final note, because it will get lost in the shovel because everyone expected him to be in this position, but the way they did it was really funny. Waco Midway. Yeah. They're in the regional final, mm-hmm. you, and you would go, yeah. Sure. That's they're, where they belong. They're a good that's team. We thought they would be there, right? right? They were trailing 24 nothing against Klein Oak. Came back and won 28-27. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, got the job done. Yep. But I am guessing Coach Hume will prefer to do it a different way next time. Right. He's like, hey, let's not trail by three scores next yep. four scores next time. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, it's a good Klein Oak team. Yeah. And and I believe uh, their quarterback was hurt too, I think. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think Step wrote that in his – he mentioned that he – let's see, right here. Do we know how seriously? On a bu- He was on a bum ankle and that was heavily Ugh. taped after an injury in the first quarter. And Iron he, Man. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Johnny Holder says, speaking of a TD that was but was not called a TD, San Saba quarterback Sean O'Keefe run at the end of the that game. Wa- that was one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in my life by an individual player. That, wa- that should have been a touchdown. I think it was a touchdown, that was a, He almost walked it. A 70-yard yeah. touchdown walk-off, yeah. and the they game, called him down at the one. That was an unbelievable run, and I'm with Johnny. I think issues with Johnny. Yeah. Uh, that was a touchdown. I think I stood up. I had, my, I think I had my hands on my head like, yeah. he got in. <laughs> like, I, he, I think he was in. Yeah. I think I think uh, I mean justice yeah. you know justice was served they won in the yeah. end but I yeah. think that was when I when I noticed he was cutting back cuz it was yeah. one of those where he runs to yeah. the right cuts all the way back and then yep. scored uh, we call, we all kind of noticed he had a wall of blockers we're yep. like he can score Cup, yeah <laughs> yeah it uh you saw the like the blindside hits were coming right right yeah the, like, the, the big hospital he had hits gotten, where it's like oh yeah, no what's he happening he had switched <laughs> the field and all of his dudes were over there already <laughs> and 
yeah, I'm pretty sure it's touchdown. I'm luckily they won. Right. So right. we're not sitting. It's the opposite of the heritage situation. Right. Where Midlothian and heritage ended up losing the game, but uh, but that look. O'Keefe and Salinas are a heck of a one-two punch for oh, Sensaba. It, so they are good, and they they're the armadillos. Team. Like we, we're just there. There's nothing we don't love about them. Um, and Lucas Scott brings up a point I do want to get to before we get to Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominations. Okay. West Orange Stark. Remember, like three weeks ago, I was like, you know what's going to be funny is like we're all trying to find out like which team is going to be the new team in that region. And, and then we're just—it's just, just going to be West Orange Star. They just, like they're yeah, just going to find. Out. They're just going to win by a touchdown every week, and right. they're going to get there. And here we are. And that's what they've been doing. West Orange Stark <laughs> in your regional final. Remember them, Cornell Thompson's team. They just look. There's something to be said for being here all the time. Like Lake Travis teams like West Orange Stark—they're just here all the time. They're mm-hmm. not. There's nothing. They know how to get through. Yeah. Right. So yeah, there's just too much to talk about. There's so many good stories right now, but that is your—I uh, don't know your sort of comprehensive recap of everything sure. you have, right? That's the best we can do without uh, any other sort of form or function or structure on this show. Yeah. Uh, good job, guys. Let's talk about the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award as I pull up my notes and everything. This is the last one, by the way. Last one. Week last 14. week. This is the last chance to nominate to uh, to vote, vote someone in as Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction – I got this read, too, by the way. In conjunction <laughs> with – the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon, that's right now, ish, sort of. TexasFootball.com will announce I ten candidates. My name, I know, I always do that. I'm sorry. Ten- TexasFootball.com will announce ten candidates for the week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. Voting will close at noon each Friday, with the winner being announced shortly thereafter. Your nominees this week for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Lubbock Cooper, running back Isaiah Johnson, 242 yards, three TDs rushing. Solid performance there. North Shore wide receiver Shadrach Banks. I'm going to start backwards here. Sure. Three touchdowns. Hmm, Decent. Pretty good for a receiver. 193 yards. That's really good for a receiver. Pretty good game for a receiver. Can you guess how many catches? Four. (laughs) Against Katie. (laughs) So you just you just like had you, a this sprint. is not hard math. That's yeah. like fifty yards a catch, y'all. right? <laughs> Against one of the best defenses all the time, yeah. every year. Good night. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he very well deserved. It. And that is, Davis could have been too the quarterback, Demetrius sure, Davis. Right, like he right. played uh, great too. Yeah. Uh, Westbrook running back Robert McGrew, two hundred fifty yards, four TDs rushing. Refurio quarterback Austin Cho. We talked about him earlier. Three hundred six yards, six touchdowns rushing. 235 yards and a touchdown passing. It says a lot that like that wasn't the best like uh, this week, like because of this next quarterback. Mission Veterans Memorial quarterback Landry Gilpin, 434 yards, five touchdowns passing, 270 yards, two touchdowns rushing, and a Valley team is in the regional final. Unbelievable. This guy, here's one. He's always sort of under the radar stats wise. Mm-hmm. He does this like every week, but uh, since they're one of the last teams standing. Glenn Rose quarterback Cameron Griffin, 416 yards and four touchdowns passing in their win. They're on to the regional final. The computer has said for like seven weeks that Glenn Rose is the best team in 482, and we're like, okay, yeah, like win the games, and right? We'll, and here they are, like yeah, they're just they're, winning. They're, they're doing. They it. just keep winning. <laughs> like, good job. Yep. Like that's that's awesome. Great for Coach Watkins. We love him. Abernathy quarterback and linebacker Bryson Daly, 340 yards, five touchdowns rushing, six tackles on defense. Not bad. We talked about him earlier. 
Sansaba running back Eli Salinas, 305 yards, seven touchdowns rushing, two catches, 20 yards, touchdown receiving, and he kicked seven extra points. He's good. He missed the last one and was looked like he was going to kill himself. Right. And like, the, but nope. the, de- the defense stood stood strong and won the game for him. Yep. It was great. He unbelievable performance. Like we can't say enough good things about uh, Salinas. Uh, just an unbelievably great running style. Um, Tenaha defensive back Jordan Marshall, three interceptions, four tackles. That's awesome. Like that's three interceptions anytime is amazing. Yep. And because we don't want to. Skimp too much on defenders. Another one. Dangerfield defensive back Trevonta Royal. 11 tackles, three tackles for loss, an interception, and a fumble return for a touchdown. Good old. Those are your Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominees. Vote early. Vote often at texasfootball.com. This is your last chance. So if you don't do it now, I don't want to hear your excuses uh, when your player doesn't. doesn't Max, you reminded me when Uh-oh. you said uh, Westbrook. Did we talk about them? Because we I mentioned them a little briefly. Bit. Okay, because yeah. we had the the game streaming on Texan Live mm-hmm. while we were moving, mm-hmm. and um, I would look up now and then, and uh, and that was one of the games. Th- their game with Katie Tompkins. Um, oh yeah. And I just you know I know you guys know the guys at Texan Live. If you could please pass it on for me. Yes. We need to have a game clock. The fourth it's quarter went it's on really forever, and I had no idea yeah. how much time was left. Right. It's tough. Or it's how to right. feel. Yeah. And yeah. also, they can see the replays, but yeah. we can't. Sometimes um, it depends on, on who's operating it. Right. I, I have a lot of sympathy for them because uh, I'm running graphics right here while yeah. trying to, do, to host this show. It's very hard to do these things with moving parts. Uh I would love it if they had a clock, but I understand the impediments. In yeah, because I know, like with bigger, or maybe br- if they could even mention it. Like, how that, much time that is I <laughs> would say that is that is actually a good just like notes. Yeah. Like, hey y'all, like there's no there's no clock. The number one thing you should be doing as as a Texan live broadcaster, if you don't have a clock, is being like, okay, here's how much time is left. Sure. Right now, where sure. are we in the game and all that stuff? Because that's like, something. Yeah, that's something. I would agree better. that that's and it's easy to forget when you're trying to describe everything. Mm-hmm. And we will have the Texan live lineup. Later this week. Yep. We will talk about it in Another depth. It's going to be an unbelievable slate of games. Uh, and I'll pass along. Yeah, they notes. do a great yeah. job. They and do an I'm unbelievable job. Yeah. And it's so it's so reasonable. Yeah. Like, you it's, get old it's a, games. It's a great deal. It's yeah. a great deal. And uh, and now that she's provided notes, Terry will be uh, broadcasting half the games now. She's gonna <laughs> be you know what? I am looking for a job. So. <laughs> there you go. There well, you go. let's just see how long Tepper's at the hospital. <laughs> um, all right. One more award to get to. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with the U.S. Army, is proud to honor one school from each public school classification with the Army Values School of the Week Award. The schools selected throughout the course of this program have best exemplified the seven Army values, loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. Congratulations to all these schools. We salute you. Starting in 6A, Beaumont Westbrook. We just talked about them. <laughs> oh, my God. In a wild back-and-forth offensive slugfest, the Bruins' defense came up big when it mattered most as they surged past Katie Tompkins 49-45 and into the regional final. Pretty good. Talked about this team already. Mission Veterans Memorial, fueled by an astonishing 704 yards and seven touchdowns from quarterback Landry Gilpin. The Patriots became the third large school Rio Grande Valley team to reach the regional final since 1990. Mm. Jeez. With a 62-55 win over Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. Pretty, pretty good. Another one under the radar. Iowa Park. Despite the, starting the season at 1-5, and five, mm. the Hawks have hit their stride, surging past Midland Greenwood 35-14 to punch their ticket to the regional final. Pretty good. Talked about them earlier. 
Yoakum, the Bulldogs, avenged a previous loss to district rival Goliad. It's like I say, guys, it's tough to be a team twice, yeah. unless you're North Shore. <laughs> district rival Goliad with a thrilling 38-35 victory in the regional semifinals. Congrats to the Bulldogs. Two-way San Augustine in a tight-knit contest. The Wolves blocked a would-be go-ahead extra point and returned it 85 yards for a go-ahead two-point conversion, and that proved to be the difference in a thrilling 29 27 win over Garrison. We talked about that finish a little bit with, with Tepper over the weekend. Mm -hmm. There are two games that ended the worst possible way. That one, right. you're about to kick the go-ahead extra point to win the game in the <laughs> final seconds. They block it, take it back, and they win. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> and then I was I got to the Grapevine-Birdville game before you did, and I got to catch mm -hmm. the end of it That's right. before yeah, yeah. Huntsville-Marshall. Yeah. Birdville goes down and scores in overtime. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great vine ball. They line up. They're ready to go. It's our turn now. Yeah. Snap it past the quarterback. <laughs> he runs backwards, and he goes, just get on top of it and try to get the 25-yard conversion. Right? right. Right. Jumps on it, bounces out of his arms. Birdville recovers. Game over. Yeah. That's First how you. That's how your season ends. Yeah. That sucks. That's rough. That sucks. I am so sorry, Grapevine. Yeah. Because watching that hurt, and I had nothing in it. Yeah. Like I had no skin in that game, and yeah. I was. That was awful. Ugh. I'm sorry. And finally. Leaky. The Eagles fly into the state semifinals for the first time since 1975. Eight-man football wow. was what they were playing back then. Yeah. Eight-man football. After a 68-36 win over Gorman, Leakey won the eight-man state title in 1975, the last year of eight-man in Texas. Now wow. they're in the six-man semifinals. Pretty pretty good for the Eagles. Congratulations to all the schools. We salute you. Uh, and uh, that's it for the Army Valley School of the Week for the whole season. That's yep. it. Those are the that's last it. ones. So. Congratulations. Oh, this is where he does the, like, we are Texas football today. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Subscribe. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say. We can just say, hey, guys, subscribe. You guys we know run our website. It's kind of cool. You, you guys know how to. Yeah. You guys know. You got it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, we were talking about this earlier. Let's let's play a couple interviews from the weekend. Uh, okay. Matt Stepp, you and me were on hand for San Saba's win uh, over the weekend. And it was awesome. And he caught up with head coach Jared Picach after the game. I filmed it, so if you don't like like how shaky it is or any of that stuff, it's it's my fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't blame Matt Step. Uh, here is Matt's interview with Coach Jared Picach here on Texas Football Today. Matt Step, Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at Mineral Wells Ram Stadium. Here with the head coach of the 13-0 San Saba Armadillos, Coach Jared Picach, after a uh, thrilling 62-56 win over Celeste. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. I tell you what, I want to take my hats off to Celeste, Coach Rector, man. Those guys played us. I mean, I mean, they played an unbelievable game. Uh, it's just, you know, we were fortunate enough to make one more play, I think, than what they did, and and uh, they have nothing to be ashamed of. They should be proud. I, you know, you feel feel bad in games like this that somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose because the kids on both sides did an unbelievable job. Now, in your first 12 games, you guys, uh, you know, you, you handled business pretty well. You had a lot of lopsided scores. Uh, but tonight, your kids faced quite a bit of adversity. I mean, fr from the get-go, you had the, the delay where you didn't start for an hour and a half. And then in the second half, you guys kind of made some uncharacteristic mistakes and, and were kind of on the ropes there. How proud of you of your kids for the way they responded to that adversity? Because we hadn't really seen it all year, and, and you always wonder if they're going to be able to respond. And, and your kids really responded tonight. How proud of you are them? Yes, I mean, I couldn't be more proud of this guy, these guys. I tell you what, you know, coming from where they've been, I think, over the past couple of years, to see them 
you know, look adversity in the eye. That's one of our core principles is toughness and it's, you know, facing adversity and keep pushing forward. And, and we did. And not one time did they flinch. You know, I mean, we go down by 14 points with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Doom and gloom, you know, and then they return a punt for a touchdown after we get it back to seven. And, and uh, you know, they just keep they just keep fighting, uh, you know, fighting. And, 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 and it's all credit to them and uh, them kind of believing in themselves and starting to, starting to understand what they're capable of. And look in those things, and it is. You said, you know, you said it right. That's uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic of us to make those mistakes on special teams. You know, we haven't given up a special teams touchdown all year long. The the ball that kind of stopped on the goal line down there, it's like had, a sandwich there, wasn't it? It just stopped to open the half, and and that was one of those deals we knew coming out of half. It was 14-14. We get the ball, you know, we get the momentum, but you know, it just didn't go our way. But you know, at the end of the night, we happened to get it done. And, and, and something that's not going to be talked about is at the end of regulation, Sean O'Keefe makes the big run and almost gets it in yeah. to win the game and gets stopped right on the one-yard line. It's a bang-bang call. And your kids could have been really deflated there. A lot sure. of teams, because you had the, the almost the high, and then you go down and, and you're almost deflated there. But your kids, they gave it the touchdown, and but your kids came right back came right and back. scored. Um, Eli with the big run, um, I know he's going to give a lot of credit to his offensive line, but up in the press box, we were really impressed with Salinas and the yeah. way he runs. Uh, just talk about what makes him special and uh, how much time does he spend in the weight room? Because he, he breaks a lot of tackles. <laughs> well, that's what we do, you know, we, that's one of the concentrations we did when I first got there was say, we're going to get in the weight room. And the kids have done an unbelievable job of buying into that stuff. And that you can see the difference out there in us moving people and doing things like that. And Eli, he's got such a low center of gravity. He runs behind his pads really, really well. He's been breaking tackles all year long like that. And, uh, you know, like you said, I thought, you know, Sean gets in. I don't know. I had a bad angle. I don't know if he got in or not. We'll see it on film, but but we could have. You know, you could have sat down right there and said, well, maybe that was our last gasp at it. But, you know, you see, the kids talked about the AM LSU game on, on, on Saturday that went into seven overtimes, and we kind of, for some reason, that game flashed back to me yeah, as I yeah. sat there and played and was like, all right, you know, you got to make one more play than the other team, and, and we happened to get it done. So the offensive line, you got to give credit to those guys. They turned it out. Um, all night long, they've been doing that all year for us, and uh, you know, just just a complete team effort when it came down to it. Yeah, I was gonna say after, after the second overtime, you guys got the touchdown. Uh, what did you tell your defense before they went out to get that stop? Because they looked, they really made some plays there and kind of threw Celeste off a little bit and put him in a bad down and distance. What was the message to your defense uh, before going out for that second overtime? Yeah, well, you know, it was it was one stop and you win, fellas. You know, it, it, you seniors, it's one stop and you win, and. Uh, after we missed the extra point, which put us, you know, only up by six, you go give up a touchdown, and then they score, you know, kick the extra point, and you lose. And it's like, let's, let, you know, put your fingers in the ground, fight for every inch, and go get it. This is this is it, and and, and that's what they did. All right, final question for you, Coach. Uh, you're gonna play Deleon next week. I know you know those guys real yeah. well. Uh, any any possible locations? Have you talked about that yet, or are you gonna work on that uh, after the game? Well, I'm gonna call Coach Yeager here in just a minute, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see possibly Brownwood area, somewhere like that, um, you know. Um, so haven't got a chance to talk to him tonight, obviously, but but we'll get that suited out and we'll, we'll have something first thing in the morning, I would imagine. How happy are you still be working? Hey, I'm a, a joy, as joyful as I can be. I tell you what, especially after I, I told the kids, I'll take three, I'll take three more wins just like this. <laughs> so, but I, I guess less gray hair for the ones like you had the first 12, right? Exactly. The kids tell me, Coach, you're getting gray hair. I'm probably sure I'm got quite a few after this one tonight. So, well, enjoy it, Coach. Congrats on the win. We really enjoyed your kids and your community. I hey, appreciate you. Thank you. There he is, Coach Jared Peacock. It was a great game. Oh yeah. And my, you know, first and foremost. Uh, I am uh, I'm super sorry for Celeste. Yeah. Coach Rector, his son, the whole team. 
play their guts out. Mm-hmm. Play their guts out. We kind of we 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 went into the game expecting San Saba to roll. Yeah, like it was nah. like, oh, this is gonna be a good nah. good test for San Saba. Nah. We talk, gonna we, win by now. And we've close. and we've talked about how good O'Keefe was, how good Salinas was. Rector might have been the best player Rector, on the field. Jalen Rector was awesome, which is really just a compliment to all three players. Right, like that's that's how good it was. It was a great great game, great game. Um, so our thanks to him. We. <laughs> We had to rescue him from the scrum on the field to do that interview. Oh, really? He was yeah. Well, because I mean, the entire city step of goes San step was step there. goes to set up the camera on the field and like gets out of the way, far away from the team, thinking like, "Oh, this is this is safe. Yeah. This is where my camera will be." And within like five minutes, the entire town is on the field surrounding him. Uh, so they're a little bit excited out there, and I, it's hard to blame them. Uh, our second interview, and the camera work in this is terrible because the joint on the top of the, the, the hinge Oh, broke. is this the one that... Yeah, it, it, so I'm going to apologize in advance for this like falling over in the middle of the interview, but uh, it was still pretty good. Uh, La Vega, they're really good. Like It's easy to forget because this was the beginning of the weekend, right? but they just they hammered Paris, yeah. and Paris is good. Good Paris uh, team, yeah. La Vega's awesome. We're getting that La Vega-Argyle rematch. We all talked about. Let's do it. I would not want to be Argyle because La Vega is big and bad and mean. Anyway, here is uh, Matt Stepp's interview with Coach Don Hyde after their big win over Paris. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas football back here at the Star Ford Center in Frisco here with the head coach of the La Vega Pirates, Coach Don Hyde, after a hard-fought 38-20 win over uh, Paris Wildcats to advance to the regional final. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you very much. And uh, I'd just like to say Paris is one heck of a football team. You know, it was a – we knew it was going to be a difficult. We knew it was going to be a difficult game. They were they were physical and athletic, and uh, and uh, they're a heck of a ball club. Very well coached. Yeah, I was going to say this game is one of the most physical games I've seen all year. It, it was really physical from the beginning. I know we talked pregame, and you, you kind of expected that ball game because Paris is a little bit of a mirror image of you guys. Uh, but what did you guys do defensively to really neutralize them for for the most part in the first three quarters? It looked like your defensive line, especially, really controlled things. They played well. You know, the first touch in the head, our safety blew up, blew an alignment. You know. It, we had we had a check to some tackle over stuff, and he blew an alignment, and you know they, they hit us for a big play, and you know you, sometimes that happens in the first first series of a game. You know we got it controlled, and you know I just told our kids at halftime, the team that's the, that has the most mental toughness is going to win this football game, and uh, we preach that in all season, we preach that in football practice, and uh, and I thought our kids did a great job of coming out and representing what we preach every day. Uh, you, you, know, you mentioned uh, defensive lines had some injuries throughout the year, and you're finally back fully healthy. How nice was it to see your defense uh, kind of full strength for the first time in a while? Well, you know, it, it was real nice, you know. And, uh, you know, they, they do some things that gives us trouble. You know, they want to get in there tight and bunch it up in there. And we're used to playing spread teams all year and with, 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 keep with people on the field who like to defend spread stuff. And so it's a challenge anytime we face a team like that, that, that bunches it up in there and very physical. And so I thought our defensive line did a remarkable job all night. You know, they got us in a couple of formations that we hadn't seen that, they, that we had to make some adjustments to. But I, I thought our kids, for the most part, did a great job adjusting and, and playing football well in the second half. Offense in the second half got it going. Your offensive line kind of started to get going there and, and really wore Paris down. I know uh, John's a, a special player, and, and he's one of many weapons that you guys have, but he's he seems like he's been around forever. What, what makes John Richards such a special guy for your offense? He, he's, t- he's hard to tackle. You know, he's tough. He's got good vision. You know, he, he's going to do the dirty things. He's going to stick it in there for four, and he's going to break a tackle next time go for 20. And But uh, he's trying to get four or five a whack. He understands the scheme, and he, and he understands where the, where the seam's going to be, and he does a great job of finding it. All right, your quarterback era, I mean, he's a young guy. I know you played 7-on-7 seven seven this summer to try to get some extra reps. Uh, he looks like he's really matured. Talk about the growth that you've seen from uh, your quarterback era, Rawls, throughout the season. He's done a fabulous job of doing what we've asked him to do, which is manage the football game, take care of the football, 
make sure make sure the ball's in our hands and not someone else's hands. And he's just done a remarkable job with that, and and, and a great leader. Not only that, he's a great student. And he's a great 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 individual. All right, guys. I guess uh, scouting trips in order tomorrow to Denton to watch uh, Argyle and Salina. And never, I guess it's always good to be working still this time of year, right? Uh, no doubt. That was the plan all along. You know, we'll we'll go pick up some rental cars tomorrow morning and, and hit the road tomorrow afternoon. Well, if you need, need, need suggestions on places to eat, we got you at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for what you do for Texas High School football. Great job. Congrats. Thank you. There he is, Coach John Hyde. Quick little Vega. And a camera that did not want to cooperate. <laughs> but it worked out for most of the interviews, so it's fine. So we appreciate him taking time. Uh, Pirates are really good. Yep. All moderate Dave Campbell. So uh, I don't know. Does that mean we have to root for them? I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I think we're fired if we don't. I okay. think that's how that works. Well, I'm fine with it because they're a lot of fun to watch. Uh, they're big, bad, and mean. Uh, a couple notes from the commenters during all that. Uh, Paul Roberts, whose football opinions we can trust, a little upset that Jet Whitfield didn't get nominated for Mr. Texas Football. I th he got nominated last week or the week before. We try not to nominate guys back-to-back -back or yeah. like close together because we want to give as many kids a chance sure. to win the award as possible, spread out the love throughout the state. Look, at this point, Jet Whitfield is like a human wrecking ball. Like right. Every week his stats are going to be amazing. Uh, I'd love to put them at the top of the ballot every week, but then we'd be denying kids who are putting up similar similar numbers a lot of the time. And yeah. we want to give everyone a shot. You know, let's be fair. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, it's time for me to call someone out because I'm in a, I'm feeling I'm feeling saucy. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so Ben Stouffer is complaining that we don't talk about Haltem enough. Oh, and I would like <laughs> David Flores to tell him to shut up because we talk about Haltem. Yeah. We love Michael Black. Yep. Spoiler alert, he's probably going to be one of the ten finalists for the Mr. Texas Football Award. Mm -hmm. They're the favorite to win that region. They've mm -hmm. been the favorite to win that region since they walked into the region yep. after the regular season. Just because we're not talking about them when you want us to does not mean we're not talking about them. We're also not talking about Allen. Yeah. Like, what? Okay. Like <laughs> <sighs> The show is free and the world does not revolve around you. <laughs> Moving on. Ish and Terry. Yes. Before we leave, yep. we did have some bowl game news over the weekend. Oh, I wanted, I wanted to quickly too. quickly get through this. Uh, we got six bowl games mm -hmm. with Texas teams involved. Um, there is only one on this list that I am actually all that interested in. Uh, and I assume it's not much different for you, but I am willing to be told differently. Texas will play Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, and I think that's fascinating. I sus my initial reaction is that Georgia is going to murder them. Right. But, but there is also like Texas is Tom Herman as an underdog. Yep, yep, that's the biggest thing. That's the number one thing. I also think I hate to use the excuse of um, Georgia's not going to be motivated. I think Texas will be more motivated for this game. Yeah, I don't want to say Georgia's gonna because I don't want to diminish this win if Texas pulls it off by saying Georgia's not going to be motivated. Yep. But if Texas wins, then yeah, that's a lot of momentum going in for Sugar sure. Bowl for second sure. season for Tom for Herman. Sure. Don't think it's going to happen. Don't think it's going to happen. But it's a big game. It's a marquee game. Good for them. Like, yeah. it's a good position for them to be in. Uh, also, New Orleans. Come on. Yeah. Like, come on. if now. I'm a Texas fan, I'm thrilled. I'm going to New Orleans. Come on now. Uh, all right. Texas A&M is taking on NC State in the Gator Bowl. Well, I'm not remotely interested in that. No. That's, it's, it's, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, A&M, you might win. It's a good win. It's a good NC State team. They might win. And, right, you know, right. It's, not, it's not, a, it's not a sexy matchup, yeah. right? Um, and I don't think it's going to change. My, I mean, A&M's on the up, just like Texas right now. Yeah. I'm not going to change my opinion, really, what happens in the game. Uh, but it'd be more exciting if Texas beat Georgia than, in, you know, obviously. So. Yeah. 
Baylor's going to take on Vanderbilt in the Texas Bowl. Um, it's kind of an interesting one. A little like, bit. They're going to have to take on a really tough defense in that one. Yeah. Derek Mason's team plays hellacious defense. See exactly where Baylor kind of stands. There was that the brief. Order. There was that brief moment where everyone was kind of hoping that Baylor would be playing Auburn and Jarrett Stidham or Texas A&M. Oh yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Be, I, that would have been cool. Yeah, would have preferred that. Um, but it's cool. It's fine. TCU's taking on Cal in the Cheez-It Bowl. I didn't know the Cheez-It Bowl existed. I think it's the first – I'm going to look I like right Cheez-Its, though, so I'm willing to – like, if there's, like, an incentive package that involves, like, me getting a lot of Cheez-Its to watch <laughs> or be at this game, I'm interested. I wonder if that's part of, like, the gift package. Cheez-Its are good. Yeah, let me see. Uh, it used to be – I think this used to be the Cactus Bowl. Is it? That's a, quite a transition, by the way. Right. Cactus okay. to Cheez-Its. Branding does special things. I would prefer the Chex Mix Bowl, but <laughs> – is there? There should be. Ooh, Chex. I'm gonna look. If they were all named after snack foods. Terry, no, there's not a Chex Mix bowl. Would that? There's not a Chex Mix bowl. No. That's what, what is? What is the number one bowl? Well, isn't it? It is kind of funny. That's like the Cheez It bowl. Like you have a bowl for your cheeses. <laughs> this show has quickly gone off. The <laughs> um, this is the kind of interesting one because we're like, I don't know, is it going to be like a hundred to ninety-four? Houston versus Army. Oh, Houston without Ed Oliver taking yep. on uh, the Army in that option. Yep. Good freaking luck. That's the, that's only, a, that's, that's that's the, the Armed Forces. Well, that's down the road. Yeah, well, the, yeah. we'll be at State. Right, we'll that's be the at only, State. That's the only bad thing. We'll be at State. We won't be, we'll yeah. be seeing great State games, but yeah. we won't be able to see this awesome yeah. offense from Army go against yeah. Uh, Houston. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, the one that everyone is most excited about. <laughs> The New Mexico Bowl between North Texas and Utah State. Utah State without a head coach. Utah State without a head coach and North Texas. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't put that into the ether. I don't, know. I don't, I don't have any forever, in, man. I don't have any inside info. <laughs> it, it just seems possible. And then uh, some small college news to get out of the way. Colby mm-hmm. Carthel, Texas A&M Commerce head coach. Got, got it, getting his chance. Hired away by Stephen F. Austin. This is exciting. I, if you don't pay attention to the Southland Conference, I understand, but you're missing a lot, and particularly right now. Yeah. The coaches in the Southland Co- Conference, if you are like a football nerd, this is quite a mix of guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be the most exciting group of coaches and projects in the Southland Conference in recent memory. Morris, Carthel, uh, Keeler, Schultz. Uh, yeah, it's, of, it's, uh, it's a lot of And then uh, uh, Doral, oh, yeah. Abilene Ab- Christian. ACU, yep. This is this is fun. Like yeah. this is now is the time to get into Southland football because yeah. holy crap, what a group! And then Texas Southern made its hire. Clarence McKinney, former A and M assistant, Arizona assistant, longtime Sumlin guy. Yeah, Sumlin guy, Houston. associate head coach. Uh, yeah, yeah. They finally parted ways with Michael Hayward. That is, yeah, that is quite a project he's undertaking. It's never easy at Texas Southern, but uh, we wish him all the best. Uh, all right. Final thoughts. Uh, America's favorite segment, right? I can say that now because, yeah, favorite. because he's not here. Favorite segment. Plus, second. I mean, if he never comes back, free money's just dead. Which is <laughs> well, fine. I mean, it's done. It's done. For the year. Well, we got to do a bowl preview, I assume. Yeah, well, it's fine. Well, <laughs> I know. It's my mentality. We don't have to tell him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we'll start. Final thoughts. We got to give Terry the floor. How was the experience? You got through it. Ah, well. It, it's yes, been over an hour. Dear life. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of things that I wanted to touch on that I just blanked out because oh, yeah. um, I guess that's what you do the first time you host. So if you ever need me to pinch it again, please let me know. All right. Absolutely. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I Look, if Doors Tep- open. Tepper never comes back, you are now the permanent co-host. If Tepper so. comes back, we can just have her anyway. This is a fair point. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that point. Um, all right. Looks like I'm moving again. All right. <laughs> great. Yeah. Just keep everything in the boxes. Don't unpack. Uh and you can just you just hang out. 
Ben Stouffer threw out a uh, mea culpa, which I understand. It's all right. He's a, just a, I haven't seen him when he's watching. That's fair enough. That's it's all fine. good. It's all good. Just watch it, buddy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, David Flores, uh, big Halton fan, uh, hasn't caught us yet. If they keep winning, buddy, don't worry. We'll catch you. We'll see you somewhere if uh, those buffs keep winning. And I think they will. Sorry, Levi Nebish. Sorry. Yeah. I think they're going to win. I think they will, too. Michael Black's the truth, man. He is. I can't believe that's one of those. We, we talk about hidden recruiting gems. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did an article series here. I UT Permian Basin. I mean, I'm glad he has a offer. Right. An offer. Yeah. But, like, that's, that's ridiculous. It. That that's in, his only gonna be, offer. He's going to be waking, up some, like, waking just, up some recruits if he keeps going. It's ridiculous as it's taking this long. That's right. how good he is. Uh, he's like, if you watch that game, and, and I did, mm-hmm. uh, he's a freak. Yeah. Like, a great feel for the game. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, Jeremy J. Meredith, big John Tyler fan, jumping in at the last second to say, put Highland Park on upset alert. Look, man. I don't know what the I don't I I'm just gonna say it. I don't know what the hell John Tyler's doing. But if they want to keep doing it, I'm here for it. Yeah. Like I'm I am fully here for like Newton and John Tyler and Longview all being at state. Mm-hmm. Like just beast Texas it out. Yeah. Yeah. What am I gonna argue with? Like right. I don't care who wins, so I might as well get the most entertaining group. Right. You know, and yeah. all the East Texas folks, bring them on down, man. Yeah. Make a weekend of it. Fine with me. Um Yeah. It is a good I will say the going back to the Haltum. Tascosa game, mm-hmm. great matchup, right? Oh, like, it's gonna and, be fun. and two, 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 different, two different, completely different teams. styles, two different kinds of stars. Michael Black, King Daru, like, gonna be fun, gonna be a fun game. So if you can catch that one, definitely, definitely do it. Tim Guzman coming in at the buzzer, saying thoughts on the Mary Harden Baylor Wisconsin Whitewater game this Saturday in Belton. We'll talk a little bit about this with Corey Hoke. He's gonna preview it on TexasFootball.com. The injuries for Mary Harden Baylor are scary right now. It sounds like the quarterback's banged up. Mm. Uh, wasn't – I mean, look, tough opponent was St. John's last week. Yeah. Wasn't the convincing win you'd want, but they're still fighting. They're still playing. They get the home game. I like that. Um, they don't get stuck in that situation that Tarleton did last week where they're playing in a snowstorm. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That's not good. Look, we're rooting for them. They're the last one – last team standing in Texas out of 47 colleges with a chance at a national title that uh, – that's I mean, what else can you ask for? Like mm-hmm. we're they're the they are all of Texas now has to root for them. Even if you're even if you're from Harden Simmons, that's not true. <laughs> um Is that it? I think so. I just want to give Calhoun Sand Crabs for the region. Look, they at this point. Why not? They look the part. Like that's at this, like you can look at them. Like I, I think the, I have look at every matchup at this point. Some team says, Oh, so and so for state. It's like right. why not? At this I, point, why not? <laughs> I have not looked at what the computer is saying, but I guess I would be surprised if Calhoun is not the favorite in that game, even with Cal Allen's pedigree. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know. Based off this yeah. year. Uh, and, yeah, a lot of sh- keep an eye on the schedules page at TexasFootball.com. The t- times and locations are changing for games, especially up in the panhandle, because snows are coming. Snow and rain are coming this weekend, and snow the farther north you get. Yeah. Not good. So keep an eye a lot. We've already changed four schedules today, or four games on the schedule today. I think that's going to keep happening. Uh, Matt Steps updating it as we speak. Um, keep an eye on it. Um, I think that is it. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't have a lower third for this, but we are voting for the Whataburger Super Team is open. Okay. I want people to go start doing that. Go to vo- uh, TexasFootball.com slash what a super team. All one word. What a super team. Uh, to vote for the uh, 
the uh, super team. It will be going through December 31st, and we'll have a we'll have a better read for it in a lower third tomorrow. But since I am both hosting and producing this show on the fly, this is the best I can do right now. Uh, but all it'll be easy to find. There's a pop up on TexasFootball.com right now if you want to if you want to get to it. Um, I think I think that's it. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. I wrote this down too. I wrote this down too. Thank you for inviting me to host. Right. Yeah, you did great. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us and all of our fine work at texasfootball.com. Vince Young, can you please come and get this? She did it. It's the Player of Year World Award for 2001. Yeah, yeah you got it's it. Been a long how time. does it feel, to, how do, how does it feel to, to do that part of the show? Um, Exciting? Very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Young, Terry asked. Come yeah. I asked yeah. nicely. Yeah, right. For Ishmael Johnson, for Terry Adams. I'm Max Thompson. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.